Hello, hello. Thank you for giving me <laughs> a rundown of your colleague. Um, yeah, he does sound like an eccentric chap, and he looks like an eccentric chap. So I suppose those two things do uh, cohere. So, as you know, um, I've been doing this kind of <coughs> abide with me, as I now like to call it, uh, practice, abide with me practice, uh, named after this hymn, um, which, yeah, the more I, <laughs> I've been playing this hymn a few times, um, trying to learn how to play it on the ukulele, and I do find it, I find it very moving. Um, this particular hymn, Abide With Me. Um, so anyway, this Abide With Me practice, which kind of involves taking something that's like, I don't know, worrying us or not uh, sitting right with us in a way, I guess. And, you know, trying to instead of not thinking about it and you know doing what I guess you me and the rest of the world try to do which is just kind of go like ah okay well whatever um, sort of yeah just trying to sort of sit with some of the emotions and uh, yeah anyway do the practice I guess do the do this kind of unpeeling back practice And um, and I've been doing this, I guess, for the last, I don't know, last few days on around this holiday, you know, this holiday coming up, because it, it really has been kind of, it hasn't been, it hasn't been sitting right with me. It hasn't been sitting in my head in the right way. Um, and I was like, well, what, what's this about? What's, uh, so anyway, these are some of my thoughts that I've had. Um, and obviously, you know, I wanted to share them with you and talk about them with you if you want to, if you want to talk about them. Um, so... What is it? What is it that's, I guess, not sitting right with me, that's not sitting well with me about this trip um, that I've planned to see you? I guess it's the recognition. I guess it boils down to kind of two things. Two ways in which I am being inauthentic or kind of untrue, if you like, to my deeper self and maybe you're you maybe you are too but 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 maybe not I don't know only you can sort of speak to that but there are I think two ways in which I am being inauthentic and untrue to my deeper self whatever that means and um, uh, you know for us fours you know this whole authenticity thing is very big so 
so I thought I'd, I'd, I'd talk a little bit about these two things. And as you can hear, I'm kind of struggling to talk about them because they, I don't know, they're, I feel like, I feel, what's the word? Embarrassed or, um, yeah, there's some sort of sense of shame of, of, of really just referring to this, of talking about this truth or, and also a sense that I, I don't want to hurt you by, by, by talking about these two truths. Um, I don't even know if truth is the right word, but talking about these two things that I, uh, you know, that I sort of don't want to fully recognize, perhaps. So the first thing, I guess, is a kind of recognition of the, f the finitude of a, um, a kind of embodied connection between us. And what I mean by that is simply that, you know, I recognize, I guess, that, I don't know if you recognize this, but I, I recognize this in a way that I can't, I can't pretend it's otherwise. And I guess that's the meaning of truth, that you, it is, you, you, you know, you can't really pretend that it's something else when it's this, right? I recognize that... If I was to come over, um, because I'm attracted to you, you're attracted to me. We would, we would probably be physical, and 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 that's also partly why I want to come over. I want to come over so that I can be physical, I can be intimate with you, I can be sexual with you. Um, but what happens when two people do that? They they become closer. They become kind of wedded to each other in a certain way, a certain kind of embodied way, through that kind of that body intelligence. And when you are wedded to another person, you want to be with that person. You, um, and it's very, very difficult to kind of maybe go, oh, hang on a second, now I've got to go back, whatever, a thousand miles away and now not be with that person and the only way I can be with that person is by getting on a train and traveling you know okay traveling three four hours but or getting on a plane and these are not these are not cheap things to do you can't do them every weekend you you know um, maybe you wouldn't even do them once a month so there is the sense that that other than as being like a kind of a week of fun, and I'm sure it would be fun. <laughs> I mean, I'm absolutely sure that we would enjoy it, both of us. Um, there is the sense of, oh, but why? I don't know, like why? Why get yourself hooked on heroin when you can't have that heroin okay that's a bad example you know <laughs> it's like why why become kind of addicted to a person and love is a kind of addiction love lust every, everything in that realm it's a kind of it's a, it has an addictive quality to it well it does for me it has this kind of sense of like oh I, I desperately not just i want to i desperately want to be next to you you know, with you, um, 
seeing you again. You know, I mean, we know we know how this the 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 love thing works. I do, and and I particularly do, I guess, having suffered a year and a half. Quite recently, I mean, I'm still. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm coming out of it. I really am. But I, I it's, you know, I know this is very emotional for and i apologize i feel ashamed saying this but i i have paid i have paid for playing that game i've paid for playing the l game the love game um and there is something in me that is very very that of course can get caught in it and and kind of fall into it. This is why people use the word falling in love, right? I can fall into it. And I think I think I have fallen into this. We've both fallen quite happily, voluntarily. We've both kind of fallen into this kind of love game. Or romance game or, or Cupid. There we go. We've fallen into the game of Cupid. We actually met on a site called OK Cupid. Like, OK Cupid, whatever your rules, whatever the rules are, like... Hey, let's just find a boyfriend who lives in a completely different country to me in a completely different city. Whatever the rules are, Cupid. Okay, Cupid, let's play. Let's play. And and we have we have fallen into those okay Cupid rules. And the rules of okay Cupid are actually there are no rules. That's why we love it. That's why I love it as a four, right? And that's why maybe even as an eight, you love it. Because you're like, ah, fuck it, rules. We don't fucking need rules. Until those rules, until the disobedience of those rules hurts us very, very badly. And, and you have been hurt and I have been hurt. And you have been, to, to put it bluntly, I think in, in your last relationship, pretty much fucked over. I mean, not just hurt, but kind of like, used not really treated respectfully not treated i don't know with the kind of care that i would hope a person who in some way partners up with you would treat you because i because i care i care about you you know and you know and and, and 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 certainly I think I got a bit fucked over in my last relationship, even though I wouldn't use words like that anymore because that was just that was just having a relationship with a self praised nine. I mean it was it was always gonna at some level it was always gonna go that way. There was always gonna be this because that's what was all the way through. It was this kind of pulling back and unwillingness to really engage. But anyway, I feel like we both got kind of a bit, I feel like I've paid. And there is something in me now that is saying, Steve, this is going to be a week of, of enjoyment, a week of fun. But you're going to pay for this, Steve. You're going to pay. And Anya's going to pay too. And do you want to pay? Do you want to pay? I mean, you've paid, I don't know, whatever, 220 pounds so far okay you've paid money but you but you, but you haven't paid yet 
although I have been feeling it in my heart, you haven't paid yet in that pain that, that is the worst pain for you, that pain in your heart, that pain in wanting someone and, and, kind of, and them being in another country, or that pain of, uh, yeah, pain in the heart of being attached to another person, particularly if there are sizable obstacles between the two of you. You know, I mean, you're starting a new job. It's not like, what, you couldn't come and just live in in England and in London. And, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I would be able to just sort of come and live in Berlin. What would that, you know, how would I make money? You know, and of course, you were saying, and I've been doing the same. You were saying, well, I haven't been really thinking about it. It's just like, yeah, let's just, let's just take it as it is let's just let's just okay cupid let's just enjoy it and it has been enjoyable and i was and am well i would say i was looking forward to coming and enjoying more of you but the more i sit with it the more it feels wrong it feels like the wrong thing to do it feels like it feels like, you know, like, like, it feels like the wrong thing to do for, and for that reason that I've given. I feel like, not only do I feel like I know that there is going to be pain and maybe unnecessary pain because at some level, right, before I booked, Maybe we could have decided to kind of to forget that we'd met on OKCupid okay and just decide to be friends, as I've said, you know, you to have me in some capacity as a four friend, a four confidant, and for me to have you as an eight friend. But of course, we, you know, both of us are single. Uh, we wanted more. That's okay. We wanted more. And... But I don't think that the, that in this case, this more is, is wise. And I've paid for not being wise. I've really paid. And I don't want to pay in my heart and soul and my guts I don't want to pay in that way I don't have any I don't ha I can't pay in that way for a while I I I've paid so much and I suppose the second aspect of this which is why I guess you know and maybe this is harder to talk about because maybe this you might take this as, um, I don't know, as something hurtful or, or a, a criticism of you or something like that. And it's, and it's really, really not. It's really not, but it's a kind of like acknowledgement. It's like a kind of recognition of something that just is and cannot be changed. I don't think it can be changed. Although I think maybe you think it could be changed. But anyway. And this is this recognition, I guess, that 
of just what different creatures we are. You know, I've enjoyed our, I've enjoyed our chats. I've enjoyed talking to you. But every time I talk to you, I cannot help but recognize just how different we are. And I don't think it's just me trying to, I don't think it's like confirmation bias, like me just kind of trying to translate this into a kind of, well, I'm a four and you're an eight. Um, I feel it phenomenologically. I, I experience it in my, in the depths of my being and the core of my being. In my heart and soul and mind and guts, I experience our difference. And the only way I can put it is that your focus as an eight, but I mean, I think this was the, tr the truth also with this, with Natalia, um, you know, um, which is also why it didn't work. It didn't work. Your focus is on things that are real. You know, whenever we talk, you talk about things that are real, things that are... Um, now, I know a lot of real stuff is happening in your life, in general, you know. I mean, it, you know, it's your house and your flat and the course and exams. and But you talk about real stuff. You talk about stuff that's really going on, that's really happening, that you are you know, experiencing or struggling with or uh, managing in some way, it's real. It's tangible. And I'm not really that interested in the real, which is not to say I'm not interested in what is real to you um, and happy to talk about it and happy to explore it or but but at some level i'm not really that interested in the real i'm interested in what is not real i'm interested in you know i don't know it's so hard to explain it other than to say well it's just a fourth dimension thing i can't explain it other than that's just my character um that that what is not real is more interesting to me than what is real and what i mean by real i think you understand you know um i mean let me give you an example i don't think it's the best example but let's say the other night when we were talking and i was feeling quite mournful about the fact that i don't have these years left with max and and for me that's a whole kind of metaphysical domain and dimension it's a whole you know, but, and I said that, and you said to me, oh, well, yeah, Frida has told me, you know, um, that I should stick around because she's also, maybe she understands what death is about. And sort of that was the end of our discussion because you took what I said as being something very real. And it was like, well, yeah, I know it's shit, isn't it? Is what it is. But that's, I think at some level, in the dimension of reality, is what it is, is sort of the end of the conversation. It's like, yeah, I know, ah, oh, shit, is what it is. And then, and then let's now talk about something else that's real. Whereas for me, that's only the beginning of the conversation. You know, that space of talking about or I don't know talking about what loss is or talking about uh, the connection I do have with Max 
um, talking about what is my love for Max as opposed to your love for Frida. And, and we do touch on some of that stuff. We do. But my sense of it is that at some level, we are... It's like I'm saying my piece in my dimension from the fourth dimension. And you're saying your piece from the eighth dimension. But I'm not entirely sure that that we're speaking the same language. Um, and there is this language factor as well in the sense that between us, between the, the heart space and the, um, the gut, right... Well, at least if you think of the Enneagram as a symbol, there is this headspace, there is this, co this, this cognitive dimension. And because, you know, your, I mean, your English is amazing, but it's, you, can't, you are kind of like, you, it's like you've got one hand tied behind your back because you can't actually really um, express yourself probably with the subtlety or the wit, or whatever it is that you probably have and can do when speaking German. And so the possibility for us to really, really, like, other than physically connect, has to happen through this kind of dimension that is... That is that does not allow full access on both sides you know because I'm speaking my mother tongue so I can speak as fluidly and as with as much complexity as I want but but you can't really answer in back in that way again that it forces you almost into into being just literal into just sort of going like this and this and and then this is going on and this is going on and this because at some level the language isn't even there in English for you to be able to express yourself, let's say, with with a more modulated, I don't know, uh, cognitive expression going on. So, I feel that as a kind of an obstacle between us. I really do, this kind of difference. Um... And I know that you sort of say, well, yeah, once we bring in the physical side, you know, the, the, that's also, we can't be fully expressive. And that's true. I, I feel like that physicality will absolutely add enriching, rich, enriching our connection and make it, make it, um, make it feel more viable, more valid, more whatever the case may be. Um, but I'm not sure it will alter that, you know, I don't know, that flow, whatever the flow is, because I think, I think we've had enough conversations now to see what our flow is like conversationally and and again I don't know, you tell me, but my experience of it is like I'm sort of saying my piece and you take that in and you're like, okay, okay. And then you say your piece and I kind of go maybe even a little bit into therapist mode. You know, that I might even be asking lots of questions about something that I'm not actually like fully engaged with even. 
because again as much as i feel ashamed to admit this it's a deep truth about my fucking life energy is that i'm not that interested in the real i'm interested in what's not real which is why i think falls then get fucking obsessed and uh, um and very very hurt and injured in the in the in the in the in the game of cupid because you know oh well if you're interested in what's not real and you're very good at being in that space then max come here max max come here leave that dog alone come here Well, no, if the other dog's going to chase him. Anyway. I don't know what, I don't know what these are, but these are my truths at the moment. These are my authentic truths. Max, come here. Um... And, uh, you know, I've said this all along, but I mean it. I, I'd rather keep an authentic, real connection with you, even if it's a more limited connection, um, than an inauthentic one. Because, because I have such a capacity for the unreal, I can... I can I am able to kind of morph and, I don't know, sort of become a little bit like the person that the other person wants, which is why, which is what I do in therapy. I do that. You know, I'm able to sit there and have quite good conversations with people, but, but about stuff that's not, that's not really interest, that doesn't really interest me. I care about the person, of course I do, but it doesn't mean necessarily I'm having, I'm having the conversation that I want to have. And maybe that's just me. I don't know. Maybe I'm kind of fundamentally autistic or, again, I don't know. Maybe there's some, that's something wrong with me. I don't know. But I just know that this is the truth and it is... I want to be real. I want to be real with you. And I, I feel like if I'm going to stay in my, your life and you're going to stay in my life, and I hope you do, because I do care about you. At a, I don't know. I don't know why. I just, I just think you're a, a splendid person and I care about you, right? But that's the thing. As corny and as stupid and as, I don't know, even romantic, if you like, as it sounds. I, I don't want to come, I don't want to, I don't want to lead you on. And I don't want to take advantage of you. And I don't want you to take advantage of me. And I don't want to have an unreal connection with you. And I feel like, I feel like coming to Germany would, would be, It would be doing that. I really do. So anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry this has gone on so long, but I just, I just wanted to kind of try and 
put it into words because I it's difficult for me to kind of express this because also I don't want to hurt you I don't want to I don't you know I'm not really saying anything I don't feel like I'm saying anything that is hurtful but I don't want to in expressing my truth say something that hurts you I don't So there you go. Um, if you want to have a chat later, if you want to think about, I don't know, my words or send me back a voice mess, voice note, whatever, I'm here, you know. Um, speak to you soon. Still